Hello, everyone. Welcome to Nerd Entity Crisis, episode 118. I'm your host, Ryan Bai, joined as always by Mr. Adam Lovar. Hello, hello. My literal brother from another mother, Justin Pickamance. Howdy do. And Josh still haven't <laughs> thought of a G dang good nickname for me at Huffman. Hello. How's everybody That's doing? Ch- changing it up on I was going to say, you're censoring yourself today? <laughs> Threw in the G dang. <laughs> How's everybody doing, boys? Good week? So far, so good. Yeah, yeah not bad. A GD good week? Wait. <laughs> G dang. G dang. Yeah, whatever. See, I don't. I can't get on this. <laughs> uh, any any fun, exciting news in hockey, Adam, Josh? We all went to a game on Saturday, oh, Saturday yeah, night. Fun. Which game? Our, our local uh, team, Cedar Rapids Rough Riders, against nice. their rival, the Water, Waterloo Blackhawks, and they, they won. Win. Fuck yeah. Yep, 4-2. Four four, four yeah. Nice. It was a good game. It was a good game. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Well, one of our teammates definitely got uh, pretty bloodied. His front of his shirt was definitely covered in blood, but really? still won. <laughs> Dude, I love how just fucking hockey players are the toughest fucking sport humans on the planet like forget it it's not even close yeah and these are all like <laughs> young one. kids too <laughs> yeah i will say this one was a little silly to me because um one of the fights was there another fight after i left mm, i don't think i so. don't think so i think it was just the one Mm-hmm. Uh, these kids are fighting and they're both wearing their helmets and just punch each other in the helmet <laughs> over and over again i'm like yeah. <laughs> you guys aren't even really doing anything to each other. You're just <laughs> fucking up your hands. Trying to knock each other's helmet off, rock and sock them robot style. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> nice. What you got to do is you got to watch the skates because they always are aiming for the face, but they're both sliding away from each other, and right. uh, so it's a uh, it's always like funny to watch the skates while they're fighting because really, really good like uh, you know bruisers in, in hockey. They're rock solid on their skates. These kids, they're like seventeen. They're like they're sliding all over the place, like you know, throwing punches. And uh, um, not to talk shit because I would be on my ass uh, before anyone even remotely tried to fight me because I don't know how to skate. So (laughs) second my skate hit the ice, I'd be on my ass. Yeah, very second. I would have lost the fight as soon as I step out of the area. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't follow hockey too closely, but uh, I follow the Wild just enough to know that we have apparently the most talented team in Wild history, and we're zero two right now. So that's pretty exciting. So <laughs> you know, Minnesota sports. So yep. <clears throat> the, the season. Goes. The season is early, though. Yeah, that's true. It's early. So there's like apparently 89 games or so, 87 yeah. games a season, <laughs> something like that. And so, not enough. Uh, <laughs> it's never enough. I always, it's more than football, less than baseball, somewhere, somewhere in that range. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that works. Uh, all right, boys, let's dive into the episode. We start as we always do. With a listener question from Jacob. Hello, Jacob. What up, Jacob? Uh, What's up, Jacob? Jacob says, if an animal were charging at you at full speed, which one would terrify you the most? It's kind of a loaded question. Uh, because I feel like the answer could be damn near any animal. Like if you really think about it, 
almost any animal running at you at full speed is kind of scary. So yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I put any big dog. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like it could be anything. <laughs> right. If it's a hamster, like. <laughs> I could just kick it. I could just punt it if I need to. Okay. You know? Uh, like, a hamster wouldn't be scary, but it would still startle you. Tell me it wouldn't startle you. A hamster depends. comes around the corner out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like if it's charging... Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it depends on how far it's sprinting. Because if it's like across yeah. the room, I've got time to prepare. There's no surprise there. Um, no offense uh, to your guinea pig, Adam, but uh, yeah. like... <laughs> Uh, if it charged me, I think I would win that fight. Uh, <laughs> I think you'd be confused, be like, "Why is it running at me?" Like you don't think it's like stampeding and all of a sudden bites you on your ankle? Like, why is it? Why is it like, nibbling yeah. my shoe? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Adam, what 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 animal terrify you the most? If you had to uh, pick, I would say a grizzly or polar bear. Okay, fair enough. That'll fuck your day up real fast. Yeah, real fast. Because those things can run fast. There's yeah. no, there's no outrunning something like that. I've seen right. those things chased down, or in videos, seen them like chase down deer and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> like the, yeah, any oh. bear, I would, I would be very sad. <laughs> like life you're over. just like, well, this is how I end today. <laughs> um. Like uh, what's what's that Leonardo DiCaprio movie where he gets mauled by the bear? Oh yeah, um, I forgot what it's called. Me he, too. Great movie though. Yeah, it is good, dude. That was I, a I can't fucking think what it's crazy called. scene to watch. Getting mauled by oh my god, fuck that. Yeah, yeah that'd be so that. <laughs> that'd be horrifying. Uh, Justin, you're going with any large dog? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like you guys said, there's a bajillion things you could pick here, but any big dog, I'm instantly terrified. That's a fair answer. I, I, I'll I'll even take medium and upsize dog. <laughs> I don't like dogs that much. Uh, Not gonna lie, even a Chihuahua, I'm at least nervous. You're skeptical. You're yeah. skeptical as to what's about to I'm, happen. I'm uncomfortable. At at the very <laughs> least, I'm about to punt somebody's pet. At the very best, I'm about to get bit in the ankle. Right. <laughs> I love it. Um, Josh, what's your answer? Uh, mine's a tiger, like a those big ass like Siberian tigers, uh, that are like small cars. Uh, yeah. First thought was grizzly bear, polar bear as well. Um, but like some bears, not grizzlies or polar bears, but like black bears, you can scare away typically. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I would be afraid, but less afraid with a black bear. Uh, grizzly, like, you pretend to be dead. Um, polar bears, you just die, because it's polar bears enjoy killing things. Um, you're kind of fucked either way. And then, but, like, I don't know what you do against tigers. Like, I have not prepared for this. I've gone, you know, hiking in the mountains where bears are, like, a real threat. But if, like, a tiger would just, like, randomly in my basement somehow, I'm fucked. Uh, there's, there's, yeah, I haven't prepared for this. Uh, like, even my bear maze is, like, upstairs. I'm screwed. I can't get to it. They're too fast. Um, but, uh, yeah, so 
Polar Bear, definitely up there. Tiger, it, I think, for sure. Medium to large dogs. Right. <laughs> so I went with the fastest land animal alive. I went with the cheetah, who can run up to 70 miles an hour. Like, th- think about How that. How fast can you go, Ryan? Can I go? Yeah. I bet I have a top speed of three miles an hour. <laughs> so shouldn't you no be afraid way. of something that has a top speed of five? <laughs> the like, one the one bonus is you wouldn't have to be afraid for very long because it would catch yeah, you that's... very quickly. Uh, right. <laughs> like I was thinking about this question on my drive to work after I read it, and I was like, even if like but the store I work in is sixty thousand square feet. Even if I'm on one side and the cheetah's on the other side of the store, it's going to be on me before you can even, like, think to react. I just, fuck no, dude. You have zero (laughs) chance. Zero (laughs) chance. Before you can even try to come up with a plan, it's over. It's fucking over. I think you just need to jump to the side because the tile, it's not used to, like, a slippery surface. It's just kind of like, (laughs) right into a cooler, right into the oven, and you bake it. just close (laughs) the oven door. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, shit. Thank you for that terrifying question, Jacob. We appreciate it, as always. All right, boys, let's talk some video games. I'll start with the... Uh, what are we playing now? Why don't we go to Josh first? Josh, what are you been playing? Genshin. Uh, <laughs> yep, figured that. Yep. Yeah, I know. Shocking, shocking news. Uh, little status update that I am almost done with all the new Archon quests, which mean nothing to any of you, and that's fine. Um, but I'm almost caught up to date on all of the story and everything. Um, but my quest log is like... 30 things, so there's a shit ton of side stuff that I haven't haven't even started. But um, just uh, threw some random rolls and pulled the five-star Albedo, uh, who is great. Is that good? That is good, yep. Albedo's great. He's a a painter, and also like Lieutenant Commander Data. He's not a a real boy. Um... (laughs) Pinocchio? Uh, he is Pinocchio. <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, I but I like Albedo as a character quite a bit. Uh, no idea if he's any good, like in the game, but I do like the character quite a bit. Hmm. And oh, what you just said went oh, like really yeah. far over my head. Yep. Dude, that's fine. And all zero listeners who give a shit uh, <laughs> will be glad to hear it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like. Um, that's pretty much it. I don't think uh, played some Gloomhaven. Um, getting farther in that. I am two core missions away from retiring the spell weaver. Um, and then I'll have to roll a new character. Um, which will be both interesting and kind of a bummer at the same time. Um, but uh, I think that's the only games I've played. All right, fair enough. Cool. Uh, Jess, what about you? Uh, so the only thing that I've been playing is still a lot of Torn. Okay. And uh, Adam and I have been busting quite a bit of um, Grounded. 
still been really digging that. Um, we Saturday morning explored a particular spot that unlocked zip lines for us. And then I spent, well, we spent most of Saturday and Sunday mornings building giant towers. So now we can zip line. That just sounds fucking terrible. Like that just sounds fucking terrible. It was so fun. The zip lines sound fun. But it was awesome. Once, once it was built, all done, sure. it was so cool. Zipping along the like whole backyard. Yeah, I mean, we're at the point now though that I was telling Adam, I think we can pretty much be done building bases because we can mm-hmm. like even if you are at one of the other bases you need to get somewhere else, I think you're <laughs> high enough that you can just jump off and glide <laughs> to where you need to go. Oh, are there like wind, like wind glider sort of things? Dandelion tufts that you can hang on to. Nice. There you go. What's crazy to me, like, think about how did it take this long for somebody to be like, we need to make a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids game. Like, it's such a cool idea. Some years, right. I guess. Like, it's such <laughs> a cool idea. 30. But the was there not at one on the, on the NES or something back in the day? I'm sure there is. There was for everything. There was. Yeah, right, they had, I'm like, sure there was. NES or SNES had fucking everything. They had a home improvement game. Y'all remember that? You were like, Tim. Yeah, you were like, you played Tim Allen, who like went through a portal and had to shoot dinosaurs with a nail gun. It was ridiculous. But <laughs> oh, shit, no worse, right. than, no worse than the Home Alone right. games. All of them, and, like all, all of them were just terrible. Yeah. So, yeah, they're all awful. So I, uh, I just searched. What's that? I just searched for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, a video game, and I am only finding articles about Grounded. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So if it does exist, Grounded is just like. There's Taking too many yeah. too many references to Honey I Shrunk the Kids for it to be uh, searchable. Anywhere. I like it. <laughs> um, anything else, Justin? Nope. All right. That is it. Adam, what about yourself? Grounded. That's pretty yeah. much it. I mean, even to the point where Kat and I started a game this weekend. Then she was playing on Xbox and I was playing on PC because it's right. cross-platform and stuff like that. So nice. it's been a lot of fun just exploring and building and fighting ants and spiders and shit like that. I don't know. Scratch is a good survival itch right now. Very cool. Awesome. Very yeah, nice. it's making me extremely excited for Nightingale. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm, probably not me, but that's fine. That works. Teach their own, right? Everybody's got their own thing. I, I think that's what makes this podcast... Huh? even asking you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, fuck me, right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I've been playing a little more Shadow Mordor. I think I'm done with it, man. I think this is just gonna go into another slot of a game I never beat because it's just it's the same. I just can't do it all again. The whole thing, whole rigmarole again of taking over another area. I just can't do it. So it's probably just gonna be. I enjoyed my time with it for a while, and that's that. So that's kind of how it's going to be. Um, and then, uh, so tomorrow, uh, Plague Tale Requiem comes out. And I was like, I don't think I ever beat Plague Tale Innocence, so I'm going to have to go back to that. And I did never beat it, because I remember I started playing that game shortly after we got Sadie. And minor, minor spoilers. In the very beginning of the game, like the prologue of the game, uh, 
the dog dies and I shut it off. So I never went back to it. Cause... You pulled a John Wick on a game, sort of. Yeah, I mean, I guess you didn't kill it, but. And it was like, <laughs> it was kind of, kind of brutal, kind of brutal the way they did it. So I was like, oh, fuck, dude. So, uh, anyways, I did go back and that's what I've been playing. It's a fucking good game, dude. Like, Which and honestly, huh, uh, Plague Tale Innocence and Plague Tale Requiem comes out tomorrow. So the sequel. I was going to say, uh, the sequel comes out sometime soon, I think. Yeah, it, it hits Game Pass tomorrow, or tonight at midnight, whatever you want to say. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I really want to get through that and then jump into the next game. But it's really good, dude. And honestly, this is one of those games I don't normally like, because it's a lot of just running away. And uh, for those who've listened to this podcast a while, I don't like games like that. Like, uh... That alien isolation game Leif loved. I fuck, it was unplayable because all you do is just sneak and <laughs> run away. It was unplayable. Uh, and this is kind of like that. Like there is some combat. Like you get a sling that you can kill people with if you hit them in the head with a rock. Um, that's pretty much it. Like you don't really get a whole lot else. So, <laughs> but it's like you play. Uh, her name's Amica. She's part of a royal family or like a noble family. And then it's her and her brother, Hugo, her little brother, Hugo, trying to survive. Like, a lot of, like, Joel and Ellie moments, you know what I mean? Like, you can definitely tell they're trying to capitalize on the Last of Us success um, of you having someone younger than you to care for, that kind of thing, you know? Um, but it's it's really solid, really solid. So I'm I'm really glad I went back to it, and I'm really enjoying my time with it, so I'll get that finished. Uh, hopefully in the next couple of days, my wife's gone in Des Moines again all week, so I got plenty of time to game. Um, and then, Doesn't a uh, dog die in Last of Us too as well? Maybe not well, Last yeah, of Us too, but yeah. uh, so yeah. like, th- th- I mean, they're That's, they're just totally stealing. No, I'm, yeah, right, <laughs> totally stealing. Well, like, like I said, even in the Last of Us, dude, when I had to kill my first dog, I set the game down and took my dog for a walk so it's like i can't do this <laughs> so um, uh yeah so anyways that's that's basically all i've been playing i haven't really been playing anything else so my wife was actually home a good chunk of the week last week so i didn't get a whole lot of game time in but lots of wife time yep had some wife time so uh we'll get a lot of gaming in this week and gotham nights comes out friday even though, so I didn't put this in the news, but uh, there's a bunch of people raging because they found out Gotham Knights is going to be locked at 30 FPS on consoles. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like that. I don't even notice a difference, to be honest with you. Like, I can't, I don't know if my eyes just don't see it. Like, is frames per second big deal to you guys? Um, when it's really low, it is a big deal. When like it's, it's 30, really 30, 30 or higher, it doesn't really matter <laughs> to me. Um, yeah. Like FPSs, it's much more important because, okay. you know, like f- frames are very important when you and the other person are aiming at each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's more important in those types of games. But honestly, like since I play mostly like RPGs and things like that, it could run at like. 15 it would be probably fine because uh, really? okay. there's not a there, I mean uh, Ocarina of Time runs at 21 frames per second it plays fine like right. I love that game uh, and so um, 
it, you know, kind of it depends on the game. But I do think that it's a little weird that a game that is coming out, I mean, in 2022 on next gen consoles needs to right. run at 30 frames. Um, yeah. There was some like uh, discussion on, I think it was originally posted on like Twitter or something by one of the game devs that like, it's because there's too much other stuff going on for it to, it needs like the extra processing power for, I feel like that's kind of bullshit. I feel like <laughs> the game is probably just unoptimized. Cause it sounds like terrible coding. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, I don't think every game can run at 60 FPS, but is there just so much happening in Arkham Knights that like they can't hit 50? Like it's just so, yeah, so right. powerful. There's so much happening. Like, nah, I, I doubt <laughs> it. I doubt it. I, I haven't played it, you know, who knows, but it does kind of feel like they were, coming up with well you don't know game development and like of course you you would have no idea how many frames this could run at uh here's logical reasons that the next gen consoles are so powerful like right you know if they said hey it's gonna run at, at 60 fps on the ps5 but it's only gonna run at 30 on the ps4 totally get it yeah. i get it uh but well they're not even releasing it on last gen strictly yep. new gen so <laughs> crazy i don't know like i've seen like videos on youtube of like they'll do side by side 30 fps versus 60 fps and i'm like i don't even see a difference like i literally don't even see a difference i don't i don't know if my eyes just can't process it or my brain can't process what's going on but i don't even notice but like one thing I will say is it's it's like seeing 4K or 8K when you only have a 1080p monitor. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. people have this, like, oh, man, I got this, like, kick-ass graphics card in my machine, and then they're running on, like, the shittiest monitor possible, <laughs> and you're like, you do realize, like, you haven't actually improved, like, right. visibly. Sure, the game runs better, but, like... Uh, you know, you can't actually see it in 4K if you have a shitty monitor. Right. So I don't know what the refresh rate is. I don't know what the resolution and refresh rate is on your monitors or on your TV is. But there's a distinct possibility that no matter what the difference was, you wouldn't be able to see it. Uh, right. Just, you know, who knows? Yeah, whatever. I'm I'm fine with 30 FPS. That'll work for me. It'll play just fine. So... All right, let's do some news. Uh, we got one pretty big one this week, actually. Um, and I kind of I wrote it all in the same section, but I'm gonna kind of split it up a little bit. Like I'll read the first part, and then we'll talk about it, and then we'll read. I'll read the second part. We'll talk about that because it is kind of two different things a little bit. So, uh, number one, Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard hit a snag over the week when the UK's Competitions and Markets Authority issued a 15-page statement against the merger. In short, the statement was largely centered around the exclusivity of Call of Duty and said that although Microsoft has promised to keep the game multi-platform for the next several years, it said in part, quote, Financial modeling of the merger suggests that the merged entity's incentive to foreclose Sony may be considerably stronger than suggested by the parties, end quote. Uh, and also in part, quote, Microsoft's past business practices 
suggests that it may be willing to make losses in the short term in order to build scale and increase its user base, end quote. So a lot to digest here. Um, I just, I don't, and I don't know if it's because I'm from the U.S. and, like, we're definitely the most capitalism-friendly country in the world, but, like, I read this and I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's what they're trying to do. So I don't know, man. But uh Adam, we'll go to you first. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, man, I would agree hundred percent with that. It's like that's business? Like yeah. they're trying to take down their competitor? Like right. Yeah, like yes, we've talked about this for weeks and weeks, and that's like what Sony does and what Xbox does. It doesn't matter who you know, whoever gets the upper hand would be doing these same sort of moves so i don't know right. and because like we even said if if sony was in the same spot where they were buying it you you best believe they'd be doing the same thing like sorry xbox you don't get call of duty anymore or, you know whatever like right that's just business like <laughs> absolutely and yeah i don't know man like i just feel like i think the u.s is going to handle this differently than the uk is obviously but I don't know that I agree with this. And I want to make clear, I've said this many times in the past. I have zero skin in this game. Absolutely none, because I have both consoles. You guys all play on PC. You don't really have any skin in the game either. So it's not like we're Xbox fanboys or Sony fanboys. That's not what's happening here. Um, but Justin, we'll go to you next. Uh, what do you, What do you think about this? Not really ruling, but what do you think about this statement they put out? <sighs> I don't know. Honestly, when when I read this, um, I don't remember who I was talking to at work, but we were talking about this, and we were kind of joking that it's only a matter of time before this happens. Um, just the monopoly piece of it, but we weren't sure if it actually would. So I'm not shocked that this happened. Uh, I. I don't know, like, can, I guess I don't know enough about business, but, like, I just wonder if there's, if Microsoft doesn't still acquire it under a different LLC or some other sister-child company that, I don't know, I'll just, I'd be surprised if this doesn't still happen. I I'm kind of with you. There's no way this isn't happening. Like this is it's going through. Like it's going to happen. Um, and the thing, like anytime something like this happens, Sony's gonna bounce back. They're gonna fire something else off. They're gonna buy somebody. They're gonna acquire somebody. Like it's it's a back and forth. And then when Sony goes to buy something, Microsoft's gonna be like, "Well, that's not fair." Burr, burr, burr. So I mean, it's just <laughs> like it's just burr, this back burr, burr. and forth, right? It's this back and forth, but. I just I thought the the statement they issued and I did not read all 15 pages. There was a link to it. If you go to gamesindustry.biz, which is where I get most of the stuff for the outline, uh they have an article on it with a link to the actual 15 page statement they issued. I did not read the whole thing because I'm not going You're to give away that. the source. Now people are going to just go read their own yeah, right. and skip our right. podcast. So um <laughs> but <laughs> Uh, yeah, I didn't read the whole thing. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but uh, I just thought it was interesting. Josh, what are you, your thoughts on this? 
I did read the whole thing. Uh, did you really? Yes, I did. Yeah. My and I will say... kind of had a feeling. Uh, <laughs> you're like, let's go to him last. Uh, yep. I will say that although it was 15 pages, only 10 of them were actually their, their opinions. Okay. Uh, the first five are like, who are we... Why are we looking into this? What were the deals of the acquisition? Just like legalese of why do we give a shit, really? Okay. Uh, right. So that that's the first five pages. And then after that, then it starts making opinions. And I think it should be specified that it is an opinion of theirs. Um, this is not like a verdict that they have like said you're not allowed to do this or anything right. like that like if the sec says you're not allowed to do this that's a different thing entirely um but this will definitely have some influence if they do continue to do it and they intend on staying in the uk market which of course they will, right? <laughs> no, like they don't want to just like leave the entire right. United Kingdom. So um it's it's not like this is a oh yeah, by the way, you're not allowed to do this. In fact, this is just like their first piece of it. And then I think on the last page it says that they have until the twenty eighth of October to reply why they disagree and then there's mediation and uh and information back and forth uh post this document um the the quote that i took uh that i liked the most of it uh, out of the document that was the cma did not identify any persuasive evidence that microsoft would be deterred from engaging in total or partial foreclosure strategies by the prospect of reputational damage to xbox or call of duty they pretty much said Microsoft doesn't give a fuck what fans have to yeah. say. Uh, they're going to do it either way. Uh, I I laughed just uh, it's again legalese, but it's uh, it, you know what it means when you read it. Oh, right. uh, it's just Not hilarious. Yeah, they don't they don't care. They don't care. Um, I also like there was one line that said that like technically. Although they're referencing Sony, Nintendo is also there, but they said they just put them in a completely different category because they have uh, a more family-focused, um, you know, strategy. And they're pretty much like Nintendo doesn't really count because Nintendo doesn't give a shit about what either of these companies are doing, uh, which I thought was uh, was pretty apt. But um, oh, I'll say. I have maybe a slightly, uh, I don't know, different opinion, but although this is absolutely how capitalism works and absolutely what their goal is, I do appreciate uh, when monopolies don't happen. Right. Um, and so, although I but fully expect this to complete and I fully expect this result from them, um I I would hope that there is a there would be a different route. I don't expect there to be. But right. um one do, thing I Do you truly believe that they're approaching monopoly with this? Cuz I don't think so. 
personally. I don't. No, no. It, but anti-consumerism and monopoly are two different things. That's fair. This, the CMA's entire thing is anti-consumerism minus the second part, which we haven't discussed yet. Yeah. That one, yeah. that one's something else entirely. But it's very much like had had like Call of Duty not been involved. Like, if they bought Activision, but not Call of Duty somehow, this verdict would not be what it was. Um, Because almost every page mentions about how easy it will be for Microsoft to just take Call of Duty off of every other system. And that Call of Duty is too large and too expensive and too big to just do that. Um, which I, which is interesting that like Call of Duty somehow, even though they're shitty games, uh, is so, uh, <laughs> is so pervasive in the, in the, like, it gaming. is crazy. Um, that like, you could be called anti-consumer just for like taking it off of one system, uh, right. which is crazy that how, how big these things are now, but, um, but just kind of interesting. Um, so I I appreciate when people try to look for, you know, the fans' uh, best interest, you know? I don't appreciate, like, the company that owns Epic, whatever that conglomerate uh, was. You know what I'm talking about? Owns uh, Epic. Uh, yeah. And, uh, uh- um, right games and whatever um you know what i'm talking yeah. about i don't appreciate that they're buying every single thing um right. and so like i don't know pros and cons pros and cons but um but yeah it's kind of an interesting read i don't know that i would recommend reading all of it um <laughs> but but it's interesting well, yeah. Uh, I can I can I can look I can link it and uh, I'll link it in uh, Twitch chat if anyone is there. You go that works. Um, All right, well let, let's get to the second part of this quick. Um, so uh, the CMA also ruled, which ruled isn't the right word. I just realized that, but whatever, I'm going with it. The CMA also ruled that it considers Game Pass to be a separate market from retail sales of games and consoles. And that Game Pass is approaching a monopoly in the subscription-based games market. Uh, Justin, we'll go to you on this one first. Do you agree with that? Uh, I mean, I agree that it's not in the same market. And... I mean, no one honestly compares to them in in the streaming games thing. Like, Stadio is probably the closest thing to it. And now womp, with them, womp. them closing, now they, like, if you're in a five-car race and two cars are four laps ahead and one just crashed. Right. Yeah, it's... I mean, I don't know how any company is going to compete with Microsoft at this point. Like, Sony's. Did you hear? I just read something like Sony paid 
the Arc developers like two million dollars or something to put Arc on their PlayStation Plus. No shit, really. And so, like, if Sony's bleeding that much money to try to get games that people would actually want to play, I just, yeah, I would, I would say that Game Pass is probably approaching a monopoly in the subscription-based game market. To that, to that point, though, it, it, it kind of reminds me of you. Remember when Netflix went to Blockbuster and was like, "Hey, you should, you should buy us. Like, this is going to be huge." Blockbuster was like, nah, this isn't it. This is not the future. That's kind of what's going on with Sony and Game Pass. Like, Sony explicitly said for years, the subscription model is not sustainable. We will not be investing in this subscription model. It's not going to happen. So they didn't. And they just let Microsoft take over. Like, they just let it happen because they didn't think it was going to be big. And I don't know how you can fucking fall microsoft for that they were ahead of the game i'm sorry and now sony's trying to come back and kind of to your point too like to pay for to get games that people actually want to play on their subscription service they have that with their own games like they have that but they won't put shit on there like we've talked about the mega tier the highest paying tier for the subscription service the game I'm not gonna pay an extra twenty bucks a month to play fucking Ape Escape. Like where's <laughs> I'm just not like where's Alundra? Where's Wild Arms? Where's Legend of Dragoon? Where's all these fucking classics that people love? Where are those games? You can put those games on there and you're not. And I just that's what bugs me about that part of it. But uh Josh, we'll go to you next. What what are your thoughts on this? No, I think there's a couple of things involved here. Um, the first one is that I, I do think that they're approaching mon- Monopoly, but they also have like a ridiculous amount of infrastructure for it. So for a company, how, how do you make a company that gets into streaming games currently? You have to have a ridiculous infrastructure. You have to have a cloud service, whether that be AWS or Azure or something, or you build your own as ridiculously expensive as that would be. Um, And then you have to get involved with all the game companies, which um, if you know, you're, you have to run them on an OS. So you either get Linux or you pay Microsoft for their OS to to run the the backend for that. So like, um, <clears throat> it's I I don't know how you get into it if you're not a megacorp currently. Um, so the difference between uh, I think like the Netflix uh, re- reference is that that was pretty early on when. Uh, you could be small and shitty. Uh, you can't be small and shitty these days, like f- to be a, a, a game <laughs> subscription service. Um, so I, I just, I honestly don't know how you would be a competitor at this point, other than shilling out billions of dollars, billions of dollars. And I mean, if Google is bowing out, if PlayStation isn't really doing it. Amazon 
We're running out of really, really, really profitable to like tech companies. Nintendo, Amazon, uh, about it. Yeah, and so Nintendo's I don't kind of doing it. Yeah, a little bit. They are with yeah. their own games, and they're just recycling games. They yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So like, I just don't. I just don't know. Because there's a monopoly where you have there is tons of business and you have bought or crushed everyone. It's not really the case here. You're a monopoly because nobody else tried, or if they did try, they're like, meh, whatever. <laughs> I will say, um it's still unclear uh whether Game Pass is profitable. I don't we think know it. it. Is yet. And yeah. so there could be to a certain extent here's is we know uh we know xbox essentially lost the console wars last generation yeah uh and so they kind of need this if they just crush sony for the next five years i fully anticipate game pass to like double in in price uh where they're like well now that we have you hook line and sinker then Oh, well, I mean, there's no other options. You either pay for this or you get nothing. Um, and so uh, that's kind of a bummer. It's like what Netflix is doing. Yeah. Yeah. And They're then increasing their prices every few years. <laughs> the, uh, the, the downside for Netflix is that there are lots of media companies who have lots of money. Uh, and so like the Disney's, the HBO's, the, you know, are just like, well, fuck you. We'll make our own service yeah. uh i just don't see that i don't s- i like other than maybe like steam i could see steam make it steam has money um but uh you know maybe amazon but i just don't see it really um, the thing about game pass or microsoft like even if they doubled the price of what game pass is for like the three month subscription that's still a good fucking deal. <laughs> like what they sell it for right now, honestly, is robbery to themselves. Like they're letting us rob them. I would and be willing building it up, but yeah. it's still like just the amount of games. If you're someone like Ryan that chronically plays new games all the time, like that's an unbeatable service for me where I play one or two games pretty religiously for weeks to months not super great deal for me but so i do that's point i was gonna bring up and justin brought it up for me they could double the price and i'd still pay it and like like you said if they do that five years from now think about what else is going to be on there five years from now like it you can put the entire activision blizzard library on game pass for pc and consoles because they i think they're talking about moving are you making WoW porting that to consoles? Like, that's a possibility. Um, if they put WoW sub on Game Pass, <laughs> I will play WoW again. Right. <laughs> but, like, I, I'm just saying it. Like, so you have that. But in the next five years, we should have the next Fallout, the next Elder Scrolls. the next, You know what I mean? All the shit. All the Call of Duties that are going to come up between now and then. Five years from now should probably be exclusive just to xbox like at that point they could justifiably double the price of game pass so i think people will keep paying for it that's just my opinion i i I do wonder what the ratio of 
the you who plays lots of stuff on Game Pass, right. and me who has had like four months of Nothing. Game Pass, and the only thing I've done is load into the character select screen of TMNT. Right. Uh, I didn't even play the game. I just right. clicked like one character, and that that's as far as we got. Uh, yeah. So I just kind of wonder, like, do what now? You should play Grounded with us. It's on Game Pass. It is on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you wouldn't have to do a single thing for building. You could just, we could just go fight and explore. You could do that. That that part sounds enjoyable. Like, go and fight spiders and shit. Like, that mm-hmm. sounds dope. It's the building the bases cool. and stuff that, less so. But I digress. You don't do that anymore. Well, let's let's get that Adam. Adam hasn't gotten a chance to talk yet. Adam, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I'm going to be a little different, but I I don't think they're purging a monopoly. There's still plenty of other people out there that are doing streaming games and stuff. Whether, to your point, are they as successful and big as Game Pass? No, they're not. They're definitely the forerunners of what's going on right now. But like netflix isn't a monopoly to your point like but those people have a lot more money there's a lot more skin in the game for people doing those sort of things and have rights to a lot of different things so i think that's a big thing is just it's getting to the point where there's only a person getting so many rights because microsoft keeps buying up so many things but there's still sony's doing their thing nintendo's doing their things there's still like the game flies of the world out there there's still a lot of different avenues to do it that may be cheaper and you're not getting all the necessary games that you want but it's not a monopoly because there's still going to be those little people out there that are trying to do the same thing but they're going to do it cheaper so i don't know the for the big three for game companies for consoles, right? Like they could do it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Sony and Nintendo could do it. They could, and they're choosing not to. Yeah, like, I don't know. It, yeah, I was gonna say at one point, do you think they'll just like Nintendo and Sony will gang up somehow? Like all of a sudden, right. you'll see Nintendo games on Sony and like some other things, vice versa. Granted, Nintendo's hardware and stuff couldn't handle a lot of the games you know different ways but no i don't i don't think they're on the verge of a monopoly though to be honest i I still think there's a lot of people in that streaming of games as a service sort of thing so yeah like what what if sony released god of war ragnarok to playstation plus or whatever the fuck they're calling it now playstation now or whatever that'd be huge they could do it microsoft would be doing it like Mm -hmm. all their first party games and think about the the amount of classic games on PlayStation just kicks the shit out of Xbox. Like, it's not even close. It's not even close. And I just feel like if they really, if they ever want to bitch about Monopoly or whatever, like, you, you could do this and you choose not to. And yeah. I don't, whatever. I don't bitch all you want, I guess. So... But I don't know, just to sum up, I feel like this is going to happen. This merger is going to happen. They're going to buy Activision Blizzard. I don't think there's any stopping it at this point. And bring it on. Just do it. That's fine. So, all right, let's move on. Number two, uh, voice actor Helena Taylor, best known for voicing Bayonetta in the first two games of the popular hack and slash series, 
is speaking up on Twitter, claiming that she is not voicing the protagonist in Bayonetta 3 because uh, the developer Platinum Games only offered to pay her $4,000 for the job. The gig ultimately went to Jennifer Hale, maybe best known for voicing female Commander Shepard in the original Mass Effect trilogy. While Hale has not specifically said anything publicly, she has been liking posts on Twitter from people saying Hale may not have known the situation and was probably under an NDA and therefore could not comment. So this isn't the first of the story. This is definitely like the biggest kind of fuck you to a voice actor I've ever heard. But like, if you recall, the original voice actor of Claptrap did not voice Claptrap in Borderlands 3 because he said he wasn't getting paid enough. I think his offer was sizably more than $4,000. But if you watch the video that she put out on Twitter, I, I don't know the accuracy of this. This is just what she's saying. But... Bayonet is like a $250 million franchise, not including like merchandise, uh, just in like game sales and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't know the validity of that. I'm not going to speak to that. Um, and I tried to kind of look it up and you couldn't really, like they had some of how many units sold, but I can, you never know. So if you take her word for it, it's $250 million. Um, so I thought I thought this was kind of interesting that she's speaking up and she's getting a lot of support from other voice actors, which is pretty cool too. So and Jennifer even Hale game has said in a statement now. What's that? Jennifer Hale has released a statement now. Oh, did she? Yeah, she says as a longtime member of the voice acting community, I support every actor's right to be paid well and have advocated consistently for this for years. Anyone who knows me or has followed my career will know that I have great respect for my peers and that I'm an advocate for all members of the community. Uh, she did sign an NDA that prevents her from being able to talk about the specifics of the situation. Uh, Hale said, my reputation speaks for itself. Uh, I sincerely ask that everyone keep in mind that this game has been created by an entire team of hardworking, dedicated people. And I hope everyone will keep an open mind about what they've created. I hope okay. everyone involved may resolve their differences in an amicable and respectful <clears throat> way. Probably not, but okay. The most PC answer, I love it. <laughs> right. Well, she probably can't say a lot. Yeah, There's I know. A lot she can't say. Um, but anyways, I forgot where I was going with that. So we'll just kick it over to Josh. We'll start with. Okay. So uh, there's a term called Oida Shabia, I think. Don't quote me on that, because one, I don't remember how to spell it. Um, but essentially... Uh, certain companies within Japan will, they don't want to fire you. So instead, what they do is they move you to things that no human would ever want to do. <laughs> they just make your life such a living hell uh, that you will quit on your own. Um, I think that that is what is taking place here. Um, and you kind of saw that with uh, the director of the game, whose name I can't think of at the moment uh originally stated that they they were they didn't go with the original voice actor because their schedules didn't work and then the voice actor said my schedule is wide open and they're like well no no it didn't match schedules didn't match that's why uh and it, to me this reads as we wanted hail but we are incapable of saying that because like we we don't want to we don't want to sound like we want a new voice actor. So instead, we're just going to give you like an offer that's so 
pitiful that there is no way you will ever accept it. Um, so that's what I'm, that's what I think happened here. Um, I, I, I don't think that this is because there's, there's no fucking way that Hale took $4,000 for no this. No there's no way. There's, there's no way. So either, uh, they lowballed her and I don't know, communications broke down or whatever, uh, and could have gotten more or they just offered a fuck ton of money to hail and then wanted the original voice actor to just not be in the picture anymore. Right. Right. Is that worth a boycott of the game? I think that's up to you to decide, but, um, if, I think I would be more outraged if if they took the offer for four thousand uh, dollars, because like that's way underpaid, way way underpaid. But uh, they're probably paying the voice the voice actor who who does have the job quite a bit of money. They're paying the voice actor quite a bit, I would imagine. So, um, I I feel like this is worded as this is like destroying the voice actor industry and everyone should boycott it because they're not paying their people. And I don't think that that's the case. I think they're not paying Taylor specifically, specifically, um, whether that's good or not, I will, uh, leave that to y'all to decide, but I don't think that this is a bigger issue of, voice actors in general i mean you know like like cory barlog who i follow on twitter who's was the game director at 2018's god of war he's been with sony santa monica forever like kind of spoke up of how important it is to pay your people well and all that stuff and uh take care of them or whatever so i'm sure like i can't what's the name of the guy's voice does Kratos? Kratos, i think his last name's judge but i can't remember mike judge some judge Anyways, I mean, and that's the guy from King Mike of the Hill. Does, like King of the Hill. And oh, yeah. Beavis, Beavis and Butthead. butthead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't but, remember what it is. I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure he got paid a fuckload of money to do Kratos. Like, you know what I mean? Troy Baker, one of the biggest voiceover artists in the world, gets paid a fuckload of money. So I agree with Josh. This is not like the industry is fucking over voice actors. I don't think that's the case at all. Um, but yeah, this was just kind of her her specific uh, and Platinum Games specific thing. So, Justin, you got anything to add? Honestly, this is uh, when I read this, this kind of I agree with Josh. This reminded me of a uh, like a reverse cancel culture attempt in that she was offered something she didn't like and is now being a, just very vocal about it. But, I mean, to Josh's point, and kind of to what we were talking about earlier, like, if if you are offered something for a job and you don't like it, you don't have to take it. And if they thought that you were worthy of more and wanted you as Bayonetta, they would have paid you more. And like right. you guys mentioned, I'm sure Hale is getting way more than $4,000 because yeah. no one's going to take that job for $4,000. So... <laughs> I think the writing is on the wall and it's just interesting writing in these articles to make it 
seem like. I mean, they probably could have gone about it a different way, but from I didn't really realize that uh, what Josh had mentioned, but when you add that in, that's just a cultural difference. And if that's how things are done in Japan and by Japanese countries, then that, I mean, it is what it is, and you just have to accept it. I saw that the owner or whatever of that company had to shut down his Twitter from all the... All the hate he got. Hate he's getting from it. Yeah. He was, he's kind of a douche before this, though. Uh, he would ban anyone who replied to him in English um, because you, like, it, you don't have enough respect to speak to him in Japanese, then, like, you're getting banned. And uh, sending him a meme, you get banned. Saying that you liked one game more than another game, banned. You just get banned from his account for everything. He was... Well, he's doing you a favor. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Sounds like it. Uh, so he, he was kind of an asshole beforehand, so uh, not super upset that his Twitter has been turned off, at least temporarily. I don't give a shit, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, ultimately, I think, though, Josh is spot on. Yeah. If, if she... If they thought she was worth more, they would have paid her more, and... So I, I would have like- I would have taken this way differently if like they told her that she would get a certain amount and then started the work and then dropped it or like right. there was something shady about it. But if they offered her four K up front, she said no. Then that's between them, and there's no reason to be. I I do feel like a ton of this could have been avoided had they just been like, we don't want you back. You know but what I mean? Again, like, that's, yeah. that's a U.S. thing, not a yeah, Japanese right. thing. So you're expecting. Right a cultural thing for us that isn't what it is for them yeah the one thing that that could throw off my thoughts about it is that they're the english voice actor so you would think that there'd be like a translation team or like a localization team um the fact that the director of the game like in japan is the one who replied to all of those things makes me feel like they had much more of a decision over it. Uh, but there is the possibility that, you know, this was entirely the U S based team and it had nothing to do with like Japanese culture. I just doubt it personally. I mean, even if it's a U S based team and they're used to working with the Japanese. Yeah. They could just be used to that, or maybe I don't know. You know what I mean? Like who, who pays? Who there. pays the paycheck? Yeah, yeah. So and what yeah. if Taylor sucks to work with? What if there's a reason? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. There might be way more it's, behind the story. Right. She enjoyable to have in the studio, or is she kind of a piece of shit herself? I know not. I know literally nothing about this moment. Yeah, so <laughs> right. Take that, take that all with a grain of salt. Uh, Adam, you got anything bad? Uh, my only thing that I was going to add is like, do you, does anyone actually play Bayonetta for the voice acting? Cause we all know what people <laughs> play Bayonetta for and it's not the voice yeah. acting. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. The character and it's because the, the merchandising really and good, all that right? bullshit. So, yeah. you know, the funny part about it is I was reading this is like, it was probably something ridiculous. Like we want you for like, four 10 hour sessions or like a couple four like hour sessions we're gonna pay you like you know a couple hundred bucks it's like 
it's probably not bad for like an hour's work. You know what I mean? Because you probably didn't have to do shit for Bayonetta, but whatever. Yeah, I like. I've <laughs> never played a Bayonetta game. Have you guys ever played I mean, Bayonetta? I've seen bits and pieces, and it yeah, it's like a hack and slash like Devil May Cry sort right. of thing. Like I, I just feel like the voice acting is not really so is a there, thing. Is there even se, a lot of but... dialogue in it? Like I don't even know. I've never played. You know, so. The only band yeah. out I've played is in Super Smash Bros. So right, uh, yeah. I was gonna say that's about right. it. But so I don't know. Like I, I don't think a lot of people like for the dialogue. So that's why I was like, when we remember when we went back a long time ago, and we were talking about like how much models and stuff get paid and stuff like that. I was like, I wonder if voice actors get paid, you know, a couple hundred bucks a session, you know, maybe a, a couple hours. And I was like, maybe that seems about right. I don't know, right. but just no. because the franchise is worth a lot doesn't mean you're necessarily going to get paid a lot. I understand you're the main character, but yeah. to our point, I don't, it's not like a memorable voice, clearly, or and something. Also, you're like, not that character. Like so. the, the face is not modeled after you. The body's not, you know what I mean? If it's, yeah. it's not like mocap is what I'm thinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. So, um, so I was I, just kind of like, yeah, interesting because I don't think normal people wouldn't even know the voice of Bayonetta. So, I'd be willing to bet a large percentage of the Bayonetta fan base would be fine watching it on mute. Uh, exactly. My just point. throwing it out there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, all right, boys, that wraps up news. Justin, guess what time it is? It is conspiracy theory time. Yeah. So we need like a theme song. Conspiracy theory in the morning. No, we probably can't do that. (laughs) Yeah, probably not that one. We'll get in trouble. So Josh was the only successful one last week. Was it just Josh? Who? One person got it right. Uh, Maybe I don't think. Did I? Did I get it right? I don't think I did. I think you were the. I think you were the only one who got it right. That was maybe me, but I can't remember. I I think. I think Adam was. Yeah, that's who I was thinking. I was like, I think oh, I've lost like she is five, showing five, five in a row. She showed there's cheating, there's collusion. Collusion. <laughs> I swear I didn't look. I was looking down because Huxley was Scratched on the left. Scratched his back. Like, yeah. Totally. yeah. <laughs> so I was. Can't wait till Justin like, gets this one right. All of a sudden, okay, that's fine. There was also a cat in my Google search over here. So I mean, if I'm distracted, yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> I hate uh, that. Right. Uh, all right, go ahead. Hi. <laughs> Keep of, who, of who wins. Could. If you want to. Okay. That's probably good. Well, anyways, we'll start with tonight. In a 1992 poll, approximately how many Americans claim to have been abducted at least once by aliens? 1920 poll? 1992. Wow. <laughs> a little off, but... <laughs> Did I say 1920? No, you said 1992. Uh... Okay. Um, is it A, 4,000... B forty thousand, C four hundred thousand, or D four million. Going B. I was going to go B. I think forty. I'm going A. Let's do A. Well, I feel like I need to go C. If we got an A, two Bs, I'll be C. Four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand people. Well, you're all wrong. It is four million. What? Jesus Christ! There's no way. Really? Holy yeah. shit. That was closest. Uh, right. Closest it, without going over. Price is right rules. Yeah. Who did who did who did they poll? Like 
Did they did they pull like a like a UFO convention? Like <laughs> Jesus Christ! People, people exclusively hang out outside Area Fifty One. Roswell, New say. Mexico. The, uh, yeah, I was gonna say they probably pulled all of the Alex Jones listeners, but I no can't shit. imagine there's four million of them. There's no way, there's four million. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking wow. of which, this is a little bit off topic. I apologize. Did you see some jackass on the Daily Mail today? Uh, one of his podcasts was talking about how all anime is satanic. All of it. If you watch anime, it's satanic. Oh. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Is there a new D&D thing or something? I can't with this I mean, shit. That's what they said about video games. Right. There's a there's like a, a video online of like a Christian group that like in the nineties was super into that Pokemon was satanic and watch them because it's hilarious. Uh, I, I will try to find this and post it in discord. Uh, if I could track it down, but it is, it is hilarious. Uh, cause then they are not joking whatsoever. And that makes it oh so much funnier. Uh, but very nice. All right. Um, okay. So let's do some listener questions. First up, Pistol Pete writes in. Hi, Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete. He says, hey, guys, I know you bash EA and Ubisoft, and rightfully so, but let's say something nice about them. What is your favorite game made by EA and Ubisoft? So this is an interesting one. We were talking a little bit before we were recording without saying our answers, but I found the EA one difficult. Josh found the Ubisoft one difficult. So I think Adam found them both difficult. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, um, Jess, let's go to you first. What is your favorite EA game and your favorite Ubisoft game? So I got a few things here. Um, and I did pick games that were published and developed by a studio so not just but for ea uh army of two was a fantastic game uh absolutely love those and i was gonna throw out mirror's edge as a aside because oh, mirror's go. edge was a fantastic game forgot the about first that. one the first one i never yeah. played the second one it was but terrible. like mirror's edge for how like low graphic and blah it looked the gameplay and i don't know gameplay was just a it was a super fun i thought army of two and mirror's edge are both very well done and then for ubisoft uh anything tom clancy yeah <laughs> All i figured Rainbow that was coming Sticks, the splinter cells ghost recons even hawks i absolutely loved the jet fighter one. Oh, okay um, and then that end, end war or whatever the RTS they made, I loved that one. So, um, I mean, I would, I think that they've, there was other games on the list that I would say, but none, like reached out to me like those. Okay, fair enough, good choices. Um, Josh, go to you next. So for EA, I went uh, FIFA twenty nineteen specifically that one. Um, not actually, because I've never played a FIFA game. <laughs> I was like, Wait, uh, <laughs> no, actually, I played I played one FIFA game at Justin's apartment. 
and like years and years and years ago (laughs) i played exactly one session got my ass kicked and then we watched fast and the furious don't remember which one um but uh, it was a bad day all around (laughs) it was pretty enjoyable we uh i don't know but uh i I enjoyed it um so i took a a a very uh, specific um route on how I decided this, which was to just scroll until something that looked good. Um, I took a lot of scrolling to get in, in Ubisoft. Uh, so EA, just because top of mind, I love the game, Dead Space. Um, so, I mean, we've talked about that. I really enjoy the original Dead Space, Dead Space 2. Um, and so, uh, is it my favorite EA game of all time? Maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of EA games. I'm not scrolling through every franchise that they have. Uh, but, uh, but that was the first one that jumped out to me as that I really enjoyed. Ubisoft, I scrolled for a hot minute because I don't give a shit about Tom Clancy, uh, books (laughs) or games. Um, none of those didn't really care for Assassin's Creed all that much. Uh, I've never played any of the Far Cries, so like every time I search for their franchises, I'm like, nope, 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 scroll. Uh, so Prince of Persia uh, Good choice. was pretty fucking dope. Quality purchase. Um, and uh, I kind of, I forgot they made it until I was looking through the games that they've made on their like Wikipedia page and jumped out to me as like really enjoyable. Like, uh, Prince of Persia, like Sands of Time or something, uh, yep. was just top. They were all good, really. Watch the speed run of that as well, because it's fucking bonkers. Um, it is so broken, so broken by speedrunners. Very entertaining, <laughs> but those are my answers. Okay, very good choice. That just reminded me. When was the last time we heard about the Prince of Persia remake? <laughs> you remember that? A long time. A while back. Holy we shit. talked about it a long time ago. Did it come out and they just fizzled? Or did they just nope, like nothing. quietly remove it from the slate? Uh, Straight to VHS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The last update came May 2nd of this year, saying that it was mm. being delayed. Mm. Oofta. Oh, I remember. Was that some serious delay that they need to work? Was that Game Awards two years ago that we saw that? And Adam and I both saw it and went like, "Ugh, <laughs> not." It didn't good. look very. Yeah, I was to say. I remember yeah. it just like did not look any better. It's like nothing really new they're bringing right. to the table, and it's like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> uh, all right, sorry for that little tangent, but uh, Adam, what do you got? Uh, so for my EA game. The uh, first couple Need for Speeds, those Undergrounds? were, I mean, or just like like the OG, oh, OG Need for Speeds, like PlayStation, and when those first came out, like those were awesome. They kind of set its own genre for games. Those first Need for Speeds, Fair uh, played a shit ton of those. So that was my probably my fi- and kind of went with Justin, like them being the, the developer and everything. I think it was EA Canada that that did those games and. They were awesome at it, so that was my favorite EA game. And then Ubisoft uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag was probably my favorite one by them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Close second was Far Cry 3. 
Oh, fair enough. Yeah, Far Cry 3 was in close to my top two. That's a damn yeah. choice. So and those are that. my Ubisofts. Because, again, it was kind of hard to pick because there isn't a lot of good ones out there. Right. But, right. yeah. Um, yeah, so for EA, uh, I think Dead Space is my real answer because that's fair. My kind of cheating answer is Mass Effect 2 because technically... Bioware did Mass Effect 1 by themselves, so they kind of started the whole thing, and then EA bought Bioware before they released Mass Effect 2, so it was already <laughs> very much going already, so that's kind of a cheat. But And then, of course, so Mass Effect 2 was like already in development when they bought it, But and then I'm going to blame EA for ruining the ending of Mass Effect 3. I think they can take the heat for that, so... <laughs> but... Uh, so yeah, I think Dead Space is the safe bet. That could be my real answer. I fucking love Dead Space. Goddamn good game. Uh, Ubisoft. I'm kind of with Justin a little bit. I'm not that hardcore into Tom Clancy as he is, but I really like the Division games. Like, very much like the Division games. More so the setting of them. Um, I did really enjoy those games. Assassin's Creed Black Flag's another good one. Um... Prince of Persia, I totally forgot about. Completely forgot about Same. Prince of Persia. Yeah, completely forgot about it. But I'll go with the Division 1 and Division 2 from Ubisoft. I did. I really enjoyed those games. So even though uh, the enemies just could take a billion bullets, some of them before they died, but I still very much enjoyed it. So um, I right, well, thank you very much for the question, Pistol Pete. That was a good one. Up next, Christian's got a fun one for us. Hey, Christian. Hey, what up, Christian? Christian. Christian says, hey, gents, merge a classic Nicktoon or Cartoon Network show with a game you love. What would it be? I had a lot of fun. There's a few answers you can do for this <laughs> one. So, uh, uh, Adam, let's kick it over to you first. What do you got? So I, I had two because, okay. I, I, again, just thought this, this question was really fun. Uh, I wanted to mash up between Rocco's Modern Life and Legends of Zelda. So Legends of Rocco or something, I don't even know, but hmm. have it placed in his world, but like a Legends of Zelda, like top down sort of feel. I just thought nice. that'd be hilarious. There you go. Even though he did have a, uh, Rocco's Modern Life had a game and oh, it was sure. okay. It wasn't a super great game. Uh, other one that I thought would be really funny would be Johnny Bravo meets like Leisure Suit Larry because he's oh, already like halfway perfect. there pretty Absolutely. much. So yeah. I thought that would have been hilarious. <laughs> Dude, kind of a kind of a side tangent. Can you imagine if Johnny Bravo was on the air today? <laughs> I saw I... some something recently with some clips of those that show and I was like, I forgot how ridiculous <laughs> that was. Like holy right. shit. <laughs> would exist today. No chance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I fucking love it. But when we were kids, it was awesome. So <laughs> Oh, uh, damn. Good choices, sir. Very good choices. Uh, Justin, go to you next. So mine is kind of goofy. Um, and it's an old cartoon, obviously, from back in the day. But then the game was on the Sega Game Gear. Uh, going with Rocket Power and Surf Ninjas. Fucking Surf Ninjas, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> Never played that. <laughs> Dude, that movie was dope too. Yeah, it was. I just felt like the <laughs> there was a cartoon of it. Did I miss? Oh that? no, Ro- Rocket Ninjas? Power was Rocket Power. Oh, was Rocket cartoon. Power was the. Th- oh, got yeah. it, got it, got it. <laughs> Rocket Power as the cartoon. 
That's dope. In the Surf Ninja world. Got it. <laughs> I like it. Dude, I remember that game on your Game Gear. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, it was oh, hard. It's crazy. Games back yeah. then were way harder than they oh, are Oh, for sure. Like old school. Remember, you had an X-Men game, too. That was fucking impossible. It was fucking impossible. There's no Super way to beat fun. it. Super fun. I loved loved pit playing just to get to be the X-Men, and you never got anywhere. It was no. too hard. <laughs> you went nowhere. It's all made by companies uh, who are making arcade games. They're like, right. bring us your quarters. Right, uh, exactly. <laughs> I like it. All right, good choice. Uh, Josh, what about you? I went something a little more serious, which is Samurai Jack and The Wolf Among Us, uh, or oh. any of the Telltale games. Um, mm, I just gotcha. love, I just love like the world that they, you know, getting cart. Gendy Tarkovsky, is that his name? Uh, made in Samurai Jack because there's so many like interesting characters. There's so many dynamics between like the evil people like corrupt with Aku's power and like Jack. Um, I think it would just make a really sweet game, actually. Uh, so I would love that. Go watch Samurai Jack if you haven't seen it. It's holds up super well very good i never watched the final season but very good i didn't actually the like the new season that came yes. out like 10 years later um never saw it but uh i heard it was good but it, i just never got around to it yeah right um okay guys so guys real quick so i posted the x-men gameplay in twitch chat mm-hmm. uh, but on the video one of the top comments says dude this game is so hard to beat and someone replied, this was my Dark Souls before Dark Souls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I like it. Uh, um, okay, so my, my first one is kind of my joke answer, which is Marvel's Avengers, but with the entire cast of, like, Quail Man from Doug. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yes. I like them it. them as the superheroes. That was my kind of joke answer. My real answer uh is persona 5 rugrats i feel like <laughs> it's kind of like think about it they already go into their imagination on these crazy adventures and shit yeah but there's nothing ever super evil and dark like there is in persona like that's the darkest you... thing like someone stole someone's cookie but <laughs> right <laughs> but like and i was thinking about it like the characters could fit too you know what i mean like, they could they could you can like, make it work there's uh, uh like tommy would be joker obviously um i f- but i feel like so there i can't say anything without spoilers but angelica has a place too i think if you know yeah. kind of what yeah. i'm thinking about yeah, yeah yeah so i feel like it would kind of merge all right it'd be all right so maybe a little dark but uh who would be who would be the monsters in it like you know, maybe the like hundred or so different like monsters right. and personas in it. Like I don't know how you feel like, those. I feel like Reptar would be a persona for sure. Okay, there's be one. Like Tommy's of like a hundred yeah. some. He'd be, he'd be like Joker's persona, or you know what I mean? Sure. So yeah, that would dope. make sense. I don't know, man. I think I think it would work. I think it'd be cool as hell, man. I loved Rugrats when I was. What a kid. was what was the redhead kids? Was it Chucky? His, his would be a big brave dog. Obviously, yeah. would have to be his <laughs> his what persona. The, what were the twins? Uh, only names? real uh, Rugrats fans will get that joke. So, right. I feel like was the grandpa was kind of a pervert, wasn't he? A little bit. 
Uh, there is a particular scene where uh, he talks about like renting some like moon vixens alien porn. Uh, they they don't expressly state that it's porn, but it is heavily inferred. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Or uh, and Angelica's mom works all the time. They could go try and change her. I'm just saying, man. It's, there's possibilities there. Just saying. Be a dope ass. It's a stretch, but I and like it. Stu, <laughs> Stu is like, like it. Con- constantly working on inventions and shit. Like, constantly yeah. burned out. Yeah. Hell yeah. There you go. All right. Well, thank you very much for the question. Christian, that was a good one. I, I just had to pull up uh, Surf Ninja on IMDb just because I kind of forgot about it. And I forgot that Rob Schneider was one of the ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Can you, oh, that movie, if we went back and rewatched that movie, it'd be so bad. So bad. But yeah, we were really... I, huh? I kind of want to, though. Yeah. This, this picture of Leslie Nielsen, I just got a... As the bad guy, I'm going to post in Discord. Cause there's so ridiculous. That just kind of reminded me... Uh, I don't know how I came across this the other day. But I was on the. <laughs> How good is that picture? That, oh wow! So many overlays. Samurai guard. <laughs> with with a, a with a <laughs> That's all. Uh. Ridiculous. For audio mm-hmm. listeners, uh, there's a uh, there's a dog barking in the background. For Ryan, it's like thirty degrees out. Who's walking their fucking dog right now? Drives me nuts. Anyways, put my coat you, and you walk your dog. I walked my dog this morning. Jesus. <laughs> All right. What was I talking I was about? Say, a good a good dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fuck you. Surf, surf ninjas. I, Oh, Liam I was on the IMDb page the other day. <laughs> not Liam Neeson. Uh, the IMDb That's page nice. the other day, and I came across just remember the movie Angels in the Outfield. Yes, you remember that yeah. movie, dude? Matthew McConaughey's in that movie. <laughs> he plays one of the players. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit, <laughs> really?" Oh uh, shit! Good. Yeah, dude, he plays one of the baseball players that like the Angels pick up to catch that fly ball that was going to be a home run. Yeah, he plays one of the baseball players. Hmm. Good times. Good movies we watched when we were kids. Danny Glover. I still like Gary Busey in uh, Rookie of the Year as the as the pitcher. Fuck yeah, Rookie of the Year. Surf Ninjas was 93. Angel That's... in the Outfield was 94. Tony Danza, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Neil McDonough. Yeah, dude, there's a ton of people. Weird. Adrian Brody. Matthew. Yeah, he was in it, too. Yeah, I don't know Moroni. I didn't know who that was until I just read the name, but you guys would all recognize him if you yeah. also looked him up. Huh? Oh, Crazy. Good times. Trip down memory lane. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, finally, Adam probably not our Adam writes in. Hi, Adam. What, what up, up, Adam? What up, Adam? Adam says, if you fell into a coma five years ago and woke up today. What would blow your mind the most about what you missed or what has changed? Josh kicks off. So I thought about this for 
probably far too long uh because like media i think it's like an obvious progression you know like gaming and things like that are obvious progressions where there hasn't been like a huge enough jump that it has seemed outlandish uh so the only topic that i have really followed the last few years that are just mind-blowing is quantum physics um just like our advancements in quantum entanglement and like particles and just generally the advancements that we've made in like quantum computing is just mind blowing. Uh, it five years is a really long time in that field. Um, and so uh, I find it very interesting. Um, and so I think that would be, that would be one thing that would be surprising to me. Interesting. Okay. Nerd. <laughs> I'm all right with that. I'm all right with. I was never. I was never aiming for anything else. Uh, so. It is a very interesting. The uh... what? Sorry. Go ahead. Jeff. I was going to say it is a very interesting subject. Like if you start reading about all the the stuff that's coming out these days, it 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 is very cool, but. Um, Justin, since I just uh, pictured that uh, that GIF of the Simpsons one, the yellow car—that was what I thought of when I said it. Well, let's see what your super cool answer is, Justin. So I think I'm going to let you guys all down here. And when I was looking over this earlier, I didn't realize there was a second page. Oh, so you never saw this? No, I quit reading at Christians. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I will say the first thing that came to mind, um, it's not quite as relevant, but like if you would have went into a coma and then woke up like in the midst or right after COVID, that would have been a bit of a mind fuck because we haven't had anything like that in a really long time. Oh, yeah. So if you woke up and left the hospital and everyone's just wearing masks and everything you'd be like what the fuck 28 days later are there zombies <laughs> that or that like kind of in happened the... to, uh jared leto did you hear that he was like on some like spirit journey in the middle of the desert for like two uh, weeks yeah, i remember that no cell phone no anything and then he went out there and then the lockdown happened and then he came back i was like what the fuck so yeah that'd be a mind fuck like in the in the you know the cusp of it all when like nobody was leaving their house so like the roads were just empty there was yeah, like no right. no one to be seen like that's got to be like pretty terrifying uh, if you, you have no idea the, you turn on I the mean, news I, and they show like downtown Vegas and there's just nobody you're like what I mean, the fuck I'm like sure the doctor warn you but still I think that yeah. would be a nutty. Just um, welcome back to the world of the living. Just to let you know everyone's dying. The world is ending. <laughs> welcome back. Or if you like teleported to the future, like you had a time machine, you're like, I wonder what the future's like. You walk out to like what should be a busy street, and there's just like a tumbleweed going by. Uh, like, yeah, that's gotta be pretty, pretty, pretty terrifying. Uh, no shit. <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, fair enough. Uh, yeah, other than that, I since I didn't realize that was a question, I'll just use that. Okay, fair enough. Adam, what do you got? 
It's a good one because that's what I picked. <laughs> was it- but yeah, I mean, even even if it wasn't like during it, but even after it, if you realized like, wait, people wore masks for like multiple years or just never left their house for multiple years. Or you ask someone, how long ago did you do something? And they always say it's two years less than what it actually was because everyone just forgets that those two years like even happened. Like, yeah, I think that's where you'd wake up and be like, that's very unusual and very out of the ordinary if you didn't have the context behind it. So that, that, is absolute, that was absolutely what I picked. Another one I just thought of would be, I would think how stupid NFTs are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like people would tell me that they're spending millions of dollars on an internet picture without any actual anything. I'd be like, excuse me? <laughs> You're spending a, like $10,000 on a JPEG, right? Am I, yeah. am, I, am I understanding this right? It's not even like a PNG. It's not even lossless. Uh, really? <laughs> my my runner-up, though, was the whole uh, GameStop stock thing. Ooh, yeah, there you go. Like, wait, people made millions off GameStop? How? Yeah. What? <laughs> like, did, did they come back? Company? Nope. Like, what? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> GameStop must have... doesn't even make the millions. What do you mean? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how... But yeah, that was my runner-up. Actually, in 2017, were they doing all right? Maybe they were doing mm-hmm. okay? I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. so. They've never been great, so yeah. whatever. <laughs> oh, all right. Very good. Uh, mine, uh, one, self-driving cars, I think would blow my fucking mind. Um, like, can you imagine, like, where's the that company that's doing it in phoenix arizona it's like their test area what's that called i can't remember i don't remember the name of the company yeah, subsidiary of Google. crash usa yeah but they have like <laughs> they have like 600 self-driving cars out on the road right now so i think that would blow my mind quite a bit um because in 2017 that was just not really a thing you know what i mean like yeah nobody was talking about self-driving we have flying cars. cars by now though really or hoverboards. At least hoverboards. Yeah, right. Yeah, at right. least. Yeah. Um, but then my uh games related answer would be just how big Game Pass has gotten. Cause it launched uh I looked it up June first of twenty seventeen is when it launched. Hmm. So it's been slightly over five years since launch and grown exponentially since then. So What year did it launch, my... you say? What's that? What year did it launch, did you say? 20... 2017 june 1st of 2017 is when i launched so um and i remember when it launched being like nobody's gonna fucking do this who the fuck is gonna do this and i've been i've been a subscriber for years so (laughs) um yeah so there you go uh but thank you very much for the question adam we do appreciate it uh all right boys we'll do a quick pick of the week and we will get out of here uh let's start with josh josh what is your pick of the week I honestly don't remember if I've already done the, I've done this one or not, so apologies if I'm repeating myself. Uh, but I have re-gotten into uh, the podcast "Old Gods of Appalachia." Um, oh, have. It's a narrative style uh, horror podcast about spooky things in the Appalachia Mountains. Uh, so, like okay. Tennessee, Kentucky, um, that that sort of region. Um, so you, you kind of have to like horror, 
because uh, that's what it is. But you also need to other understand uh, Southern talk, which oh, okay. uh, luckily I all my family are hillbillies, like, so like like Deliverance Southern talk. <laughs> well, just like keep, just keep paddling. Like, do you know do you know what a holler is? Nope. Okay. Well, it's, it, the definition of holler is the valley between two mountains. Uh, oh, okay. And so. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but specifically in the in the mountains, because you can have a valley between. Okay, like, but uh, but it's that's a, like a southern word. You just kind of have to know because okay. if he says you know it, uh, you know, within you know ten miles of of you know someone's holler, uh, then you gotta have to know what that is. So southern talk, something you're just gonna have to get used to. Look up some words if you don't know. Or uh, start hanging out with uh, hillbilly mountain folk like my family, and uh, you'll uh, you'll get this the southern talk down. But um, but yeah, it's a uh, very good. You know, I love love horror, and it's narrative driven. So it's like uh, mostly one dude like telling a horror story over multiple episodes. Um, they're very good. They also released a an RPG. Uh, on Kickstarter a few years ago, which is how I originally heard of the podcast. Um, and honestly, it sounds kind of dope. Now, having gone back and listened to 20-some episodes of the podcast, then it uh, might have to find that that RPG. But, uh, but yeah. Is it basically Deliverance in a tabletop RPG form? <laughs> uh, there is no There is no rape. Uh, that happens. Uh, spoiler alert to Deliverance if you have not seen yeah, that movie. Spoilers. Uh, or read the book, a 50 I guess. year old movie. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, it's more like witches and spooky, maybe gods, maybe demons, maybe mountain spirits. Um, like people coming back from the dead. You know, like normal spooky shit. Um, the usual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it does. So there are some stories that delve more into cosmic horror, like H.P. Lovecraft, uh, where the being is so nightmarish it's undescribable. Um, that sort of thing. Um, but um, so far. Two seasons in, no banjos, no uh, no banjos. no no squealing like a pig. Um, there you go again. Right. Spoiler spoiler alert for a we got old a movie out here. Book. Yeah, I think it's based on oh. a book, and I don't think the book is much better. Um, yeah, right. Uh, okay, Adam, pick of the week. Uh, my is YouTube uh, channel Levi Allen. He's a Canadian dude that does venture stuff. Okay. Does motorcycle trips. Does winter camping. Does a little bit of everything. Pretty entertaining guy. Super uh, informative and also really fun. But uh, yeah, check him out. Cool. Very nice. Um, Justin. 
So YouTube buddies also got an Instagram where they, I think it's a group of people, but <laughs> Jakarta Diecast Project. Jakarta Diecast Project. Yeah, so they, it's kind of the other angle of Gaslands in that he takes Hot Wheels and other 164 scale and like adds body kits and repaints them <laughs> and does things to make them look really, really nice. But like I first saw him on a when I was looking up a prelude and at one point he puts this stuff on the side of a car that I made a comment on it and it's just resin mixed with baby powder and that's what he uses to make body kit. And so like uh, side uh, skirts and stuff and just makes cars look way cooler and better and use like the blister from the hot wheel since on the uh, prelude hot wheel the sunroof is open but that gen the generation of prelude like i had the sunroof went up and so he took the blister just cut a piece of the plastic off and then like made it so that it went up and then painted the edge black like my prelude was and i don't know they're just He's got a lot of really sweet cars. Their Instagram is dope. Yeah. Yeah. The stuff that he does is amazing. Cool. Um, okay. So mine, I have picked this one before a few weeks back, but uh season finale of rings of power just happened. Ermagerd. Uh if you're if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, you you got you gotta watch this fucking show, dude. You gotta watch this show. It's so good. I need um, to catch up on that. I was trying to catch up on uh the House of Dragons as well. I think I'm like one or two episodes behind In House of Dragons. Rings of Power. Oh, okay. And House of Dragon. Is there only nine episodes of House of Dragons? Nine, the ninth one came out last night. And that's the final? No, there's one more. Oh, shit. I am on eight. Okay. Okay. There you go. So, yeah, this this coming Sunday is going to be the finale for House of Dragon, uh, which House of Dragon is kind of a little too slow for me. I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, are you caught up? Uh, I'm, I did not watch last night's, but otherwise, yes. Yeah, yeah I agree. That's why it's taken me so long yeah. to to get through it like i'm hoping that they keep having more seasons right like was this meant to be sort of a one season spinoff or were they going to do more uh it sounds like there's going to be multiple time jumps they're going to go all the way up until daenerys is born from what it sounds like with time jump after time jump after which by the way if you're two episodes behind on that one there's another time jump coming so so i think i Unless there's another time jump. <laughs> That's a lot. Because <laughs> I'm where the king's leprosy is very bad. Okay, there's... Uh, okay, you might be caught up then. All right, fair enough. Um, okay, Bring spoiler so, territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't want to go any further. But yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know if that... Saying that was spoiler. But yeah, I guess maybe it, it, it's yeah. on the verge. Sorry. But uh, Rings of Power, dude, uh, if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, like, you can't not watch this show. It was so fucking good. So fucking good. Uh, And they're saying, like, 
obviously it's like this massive budget show so you're looking at maybe two years before the next season which kind of sucks because i just want to keep watching but uh very 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 good uh lots of twists and turns in the finale uh some of it i kind of guessed and some of it i did not guess at all um so really really fucking good show uh everybody should check it out but i uh saw a interview i think with like the director or like one of the writers or something and they pretty much like they pretty much said if you thought season one was good season two is gonna blow it off the face of the earth um so sweet um, rings of power yeah yep so So, it is it's not canceled no fuck doesn't now it's kind of nervous that it was it's amazon's most watched show ever so oh really okay yeah that's really good to hear yeah so they'll they'll be fine so um all right boys but that wraps up episode 118 thanks everybody for tuning in if you're listening to this after the fact just remember every single monday 6 30 p.m central time live on twitch.tv slash any crisis come say hello we would appreciate it and if you want to see our beautiful faces instead of listening to the audio version youtube.com slash nerdentity crisis I did see, we had an episode a few back that had like 70 views. So that was kind of cool. So Nice. It's been showing how, up on my YouTube a lot lately. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how accurate that is. I never know like how accurate, like even when like Buzzsprout says, this is how many people, I never know if it's totally accurate or not. But, um, but yeah, so we appreciate everybody listening. Thank you so much. Thanks for our Twitch viewers who joined us. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, Twitch. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye.